0: Hey, Serve Scale Soar. Oh my goodness. This income report is for August and August was my birthday month and I turned the big 30 y'all. And August was packed with so many amazing things that I cannot wait to share with y'all. So let's jump on in to this month's income report and see what August looked like where I'm going to break down all the numbers for you. Don't you worry. Hey, y'all. Well, I'm so excited about this month's income report because so many fun things happen. I turned 30 and I thought that was going to be way more difficult than it actually was. But before we jump into that, I want to spotlight one of our listeners and that's Natasha. She gives us five stars and says, we're so lucky to have this podcast. Brandy is a hidden gem, someone who you can trust to tell it to you straight and to the point. And I'm so appreciative of you, Natasha, and everyone that leaves a review. And you better believe I'm always gonna give it to you straight and I'm always gonna get to the point. Okay, so August, I'm a Leo, I turned 30. Um, leading up to 30, I was really struggling and I was doing a lot of reflection, which I shared. And so I didn't know how I was going to go. When I turned 29, I actually really, really struggled with it, like really bad. And all of August of 2019, I was kind of like sad and I was just not wanting to go down that route this year because there's so much to be grateful for every year. And I really wanted to focus on that. So my husband like had planned like this fancy dinner and all this kind of stuff and he should just know me by now. But he was like, are you excited about this weekend? Like we're going to go out? And I was like, yeah, like, yeah, I'm excited. And he was like, what's wrong? And I was like, let's go on vacation. (laughs) And he was like, okay, we'll go on vacation. So we ended up going to the Keys down to Duck Key. It's like a middle key down there for about five nights, six days. And y'all, I had the most relaxing vacation. I totally unplugged. I told, this is how quickly we move. I told my husband that on a Tuesday and then Tuesday night we were headed down there. So it moved pretty quickly. I told the team, I was like, I'll be back next week. I'll chat with you then. I'll be around if you need me, but it's my birthday week. So if you don't need me, that would be great as well. And we went down there and oh my goodness, we played in the pool. We went out in the sand. They had a lagoon. Riley and I and Austin had so much fun and I completely unplugged. I just let myself turn 30 and be grateful for all that I've accomplished at 30, having a beautiful family that is healthy, that I love so much, and that I get to have home. And so 30 did not end up being this horrible thing that I thought it was going to be, but instead it was such an amazing week. We had a blast and I'm so grateful to have created those memories Because that's truly why I do this business is to help my family create memories, but also to help you and your families create memories. Because I just don't know why we have a business if we're always working all the time. Like we should be creating as many memories as possible with our families, with our friends, and with yourself. And so that was definitely the highlight of my month is my vacation with my family. And As soon as I got home, I did have an online event to attend. It was for Stu McLaren's Tribe Live. I love Stu. I've been to Tribe Live in person, which is the most amazing event ever. And I knew if someone was gonna have an online event that was gonna be worth like really focusing on, it would definitely be his. Here's the thing, y'all. Virtual events, no matter how much we want them to replace in-person events, they just can't. There's something so magical about being at an event, meeting people, getting to know one another, bumping in and having coffee conversations while you're waiting for your Starbucks in the really long line. And in virtual, you just don't have that. We did breakout rooms and stuff like that, but it just wasn't the same. And so I'm gonna be honest with y'all, I'm missing in-person events this year. I thrive at in-person events. I love meeting people. I love building relationships. And you just don't get the same effect when you do that online. So it is what it is. And I went and got what I needed to get out of it. I'm so grateful that for that. And it was a great virtual event. It was probably the best virtual event that I've done this year. I'm just a little sad, y'all, because I just really wanna see meet people in person. And I am definitely missing that connection this year. So... During Tribe Live, I knew that they would open up the donations for Village Impact. Village Impact is something I donated to last year, and it's a cause that Stu and his wife created, and I love it so much. They help build schools, entrepreneurship programs in Kenya, but the cool thing is that if the nonprofit went away today, those schools and programs would still live on because they're completely ran by the government and they have their own curriculums and everything. And Village Impact just helps get the foundation started, get them going, gives them the resources to be able to go on field trips and things like that. And to me, that was really important that Stu and Amy were not putting their education on the kids, like so many nonprofits that try to set up in Africa. It's not a Christian based one. It's whatever their villages want. That's what they teach. And I think there's a lot of power in that and giving the community their own say and what they learn, and so it is something that I really am passionate about. And so I made a donation again this year in honor of Serve Scale Sword the membership. And so I was so glad that I could donate to that cause again. And I thank each and every single one of you, Serve Scale Sword members, because of you, each year we're able to make that donation. So I so appreciate you, and I know Village Impact appreciates each and every single one of you. Okay, so I turned thirty went on vacation, came back, did an online event, donated some money, and then something happened with my office. So I was in my office for the full month before I was like, I got to get out of this office. So we talked about in July's income report that I did move into an office. And the problem with this office that I had is the walls didn't touch all the way up to the ceiling. So, I couldn't do any of my recording. I couldn't do any content or anything like that. I was still doing that at home. So, I found myself only going to the office once a week, twice a week, maybe, and then still being at home. And then it was still like I can hear Austin and Riley in the background. It was like, Knocking on the door, mom, mom, come out of here. So we moved offices, and so I moved right down the road to a different office owned by the same people. But now it's like a way more traditional office, not a co-working, but an office. I call it my little dungeon because I'm like down here by myself, and it's cold, and I'm in like an alley, but it's a really like hip alley, but still, nonetheless, it is an alley but I love it. We moved all my recording equipment in there, all my podcasting. And so now I can record in here. And we actually turned my old office at home into a guest bedroom. And now I'm like fully unplugged when I'm at home. I can't just go in and record an episode because Riley's napping or something like that. When I'm in the office, I'm working. When I'm at home, I'm not working. And that has been a huge gift. I've really enjoyed my new office, really enjoyed being able to record and everything here. And that is something I did in August. I re-recorded recorded the whole Scale with Simplicity system inside of Surf Scale Store, updated it, released a new ClickUp training, released a whole bunch of new trainings inside the membership. And so I was so excited to be able to knock all that out in my office, which was really, really great. The next thing that we had to do with Surf sale Store is a month or so before we open the doors, we turn off our evergreen funnel, which runs for those people who just are finding me and they don't wanna have to wait a year for the doors to open again. But a month before we always turn it off and after last month's low revenue generated month, I'm gonna tell y'all, I was a little nervous to do that. I was like extremely nervous to turn it off. But one thing that I knew that we were doing with the new launch coming is we're never offering lifetime access again. That was going away for good and not something that we were gonna open up and have available anymore. So what we did is we let our members inside SurfScale SOAR that our current members go on and upgrade if they wanted to lifetime. And so this was not for like financial reasons while we're getting rid of it. It was actually for logistical and legal reasons after talking with an attorney that we got rid of lifetime access. And so for those reasons, um, we did let our current members go on an upgrade and we had several. I was so excited because... For me, it wasn't about the money. It was like, oh man, so y'all are getting results. You are like, you want to be with me. You're like in here with me. And that to me is everything that my students are getting results and that they're getting out of the program what they want. Because if they weren't, they wouldn't want to have stayed. And then if we had a whole bunch of people that didn't want to stay, then I would have been like, what the heck's wrong with the program? Like, what can I do better? But it just made me so excited that so many of them loved the community so much that they wanted to invest in a lifetime membership. So we did get rid of that. We turned off the evergreen. We updated pretty much all of the content, which was really cool. And then we also started planning for the Serve Scale Store launch. So I talked about in May when I was doing conversions for clients, like we didn't have enough planning time. Well, we actually started planning this one at the beginning of August. So I wanted it to be a super unstressful launch and I didn't want my team to be stressed out either. So I created a brand new sales page. I took my time, new copy. We got testimonials. I redid a lot of the emails. This time I was doing this all a whole month ahead instead of waiting till the last second and doing it all then. So I will let you know how that went in September's income report, but I can tell you that it was so much nicer to have so much white space, to be able to take a week off in August to go on vacation, but then also to get in there and plan out each day. Like I had it on my calendar inside a ClickUp, because if it doesn't get it have a date, it doesn't get done, and everything had a date beside of it. So that was so important to me. So then the next big thing was I actually paid off $100,000 in student loans. Yep, you heard that right, 100,000. So I went to a private undergrad school um, where it was really expensive tuition, but I had a lot of scholarships. I got a lot of grants, things like that. So my tuition to undergrad was actually not that bad. It was only about 30,000 for all four years. The rest of that 100000 was from when I went to law school. And so law school was definitely a big investment. I don't know if it actually paid off, especially because I'm not an attorney. But I had always made comments like, oh, I'm going to be dead before these student loans get paid off. Oh, I'm never going to pay these student loans off. And I really thought that that was going to be the case. I didn't know like, how the heck do you pay off? over $100,000 in student loans in a lifetime. And so I met with my accountant in August and we went over a lot of exciting things that I wanna share with you. And one of them was that I could pay them off if I wanted. Like, why don't you pay them off? And so I paid off $100,000 in student loans and then we paid off another big one for my husband. And so now we only have about $20,000 left in student loans between the two of us which is so exciting and we'll have those paid off by the end of the year and be completely debt free, which is so exciting to us to be debt free by 30 or at 30. And so I'm excited about that. Now y'all, we don't own a house, so uh, we don't have a mortgage. So it's not like we also paid off a house. But that's the next thing I want to talk about. I met with my accountant and we were really talking about the business. One of the things we talked about was one, I need to get some business insurance. That was something I didn't have. No one talks about this stuff like... Are you supposed to have business insurance? Or are you not supposed to have business insurance? Doesn't matter since we're an online business. And so we did get business insurance. And so I invested and paid for the year of business insurance. We also talked about retirement plans, way to diversify money, all those like super grown up things that I was like, I've never had a job that had like 401ks. I worked in a restaurant and then I went to direct sales. So like all this talk about 401ks, retirement, like all this stuff was so foreign to me. We've dealt with it with my husband, but like he took care of that. I didn't do anything with it. So we talked about different ways that I can plan for retirement that I can't, which feels very weird to me that I'm planning for retirement. And so I talked about like ways that I would like to plan. And for me, I would love to invest in property, like rental property for short-term rentals. So think Airbnb or like having a property on a resort that people can rent out. And also having these as vacation places. We love to vacation. So the big concern for me when I was talking to her was this business is very reliant on me. It is not reliant on you know, like a whole team of people, I am the face. You show up to this podcast because I'm the one talking. A lot of people join my programs because I'm the one that's teaching it. And so yes, the business could run for a little bit without me, but for the most part, it's not gonna continue to grow if I'm the face of it and the face is no longer the face. And so that concerns me. I will 100% be honest with you, is that being the face of a business is, and being the business's number one asset worries me sometimes because I am the primary breadwinner for my family. And my husband is at home with Riley and their futures and things like that really just sometimes I think about now that we're at this point in our business And I was talking with her. And one thing that got me really excited is investing in short term rental properties, because then that's something that Austin can actually manage. It would be something that's making money, even if there's for whatever reason, I wouldn't be able to make money online anymore. And it's really diversifying our income and our portfolio. But also we're making money on a place that we can go vacation, which is also really exciting to me. That's way more exciting to me than putting money into a 401k. Let's just be honest. That sounds super boring and adult. So I went home and we're in the process this year of 2021 of purchasing our own home, um, which we want to pay more than half of it And upfront. So, we are in the process of saving because one of the big things is we love that we're debt free, our almost debt free will be by the end of this year. And so, we don't want to go in with a 30 year mortgage and have a mortgage payment that's like $3,000 or anything. So, we want to be able to take out a 15 year mortgage and we want to be able to pay for probably 50% of the house in cash. And so that's really important to us too. So we're saving for that. And then hopefully by the end of 2021 or into 2022, we're going to start investing in short-term rental properties. And we've already started looking into the process, getting information and really planning what that would look like. So this is not like happening overnight type of thing. But one thing I love is now we're thinking about our business in multiple aspects. How can we diversify? And I would encourage you, how can you diversify your revenue? How can you diversify your income? It doesn't have to be as extreme as buying rental property. It could be like, are you taking advantage of affiliate revenue? Like we'll post below the link where I talk about adding affiliate income to your revenue streams. Or maybe some of you wanna do like consulting besides your services, or maybe you want to create a course or whatever that may be, I do not believe that you should just like phase out your clients, create a course or template shop or something like that. No, have multiple streams of revenue. I'm pretty sure I read the other day that most millionaires have nine streams of revenue. So how many streams of revenue do you have? I know in our business, and when you hear the income reports, we have a course, a membership, The mastermind, which something amazing in November will be replacing the mastermind. So that would be the third. We have affiliate income, which is the fourth. And then we also have Delighted with Dubsado. So five. And then you may have things like maybe you do have stocks. Maybe you do have bonds. Things like that. That's another source of revenue. Also your services, I still have my services. That's another source of revenue. So how many sources of revenue do you have right now? And maybe if you're looking and you're like, it's just my clients, then maybe it's time to do affiliate, create something and create a second source of revenue. I think that's been the biggest thing that we can see this year in 2020 with COVID is, I think more people would have been stable if they had multiple sources of revenue in their business or that they were planning for. And so I would encourage you to look at yours and remember, it doesn't have to happen overnight. We are not getting rental properties overnight, but we're thinking about the future and planning that and doing the research now. So when we're ready next year into 2022, we'll be able to purchase those and be really set up to have another stream of revenue coming in, especially one that does not involve me being the face of the business, which I think is really important. So I love that I'm at this place in my business where I can start to learn and look at the business as a bigger thing than just an online personal brand. And I think that that's really important for all of us. And I'm excited that I'll be able to share that journey with you along the way as well. And so those were the big things. Meeting with my accountant really helped me get clarity. I think that whenever you have accountants or bookkeepers or anyone that can really go over the finances with you, it helps you get clarity. And I always feel like a big sigh of relief when I get done with them because I know what I need to do to get where I wanna go. And so when we know the numbers, we can actually see the path of where we're going But if we ignore the numbers, you have no idea what's working, what's not working, what needs to be fixed. You may be doing awesome and you don't even know it, or you may not be doing that great and you need to know it in order to fix it sooner than later. So that was my big learning lesson in August was just really looking at the future and what do I want out of my business in the next year, two years, three years? And what does that look like? And I'm not even gonna lie, it felt like a million bucks being able to pay off my student loans. For real, it was probably, besides bringing my husband home from his job, that felt like a huge accomplishment to me. So I'm so excited for everything that's to come for the rest of us, all of us, in 2020. I really think there's a lot of lessons to be learned this year and a lot of things. And maybe adding a second source of revenue is the lesson that you can take away from this. Okay, so let's talk about the numbers because I know that's why y'all listen. You want to know the numbers. And so, with the numbers, cash flow in. So, if you're not sure between the difference between cash flow and revenue, go back to January's income report and listen to that. Our cash flow in through was fifty six thousand three hundred and forty four, and our revenue generated was thirty three thousand five hundred and twenty six. This was our second lowest month, which I'm go back and listen to July's. I'm totally at peace with it. And surf sales or generated, so new income generated, not like what actually went through the bank, was twenty thousand two hundred and seventy nine. Most of that came from all of our upgrades because our funnel was turned off so we didn't have new members. So that came from our members upgrading to the lifetime or they renewed for their second year. My services brought in 4,000 because I have two clients. Affiliate revenue was 3,077. That was a bunch of different stuff. Kajabi softwares, a lot of that. And Delighted with Dubsado brought in 6,170. So that brought us up to the 33,526. And my expenses were a little bit higher this month because of donations and things like that. But my expenses came out to $43,475. So my affiliate payout from people who promoted conversions for clients was 12423 So that was higher than normal. Our contractors were at almost $14,000. Facebook ads I spent $4,400 on. Village impact donation. So my charitable donation was $5,000. My payroll was $6,466. So that's what we run through as me as a W-2. It's actually $6,000, but then the rest is um, state taxes that they take out. My rent for my office was $1,300 and software was $1,280. My education was $2,044. Insurance, I told you that I paid for that for the year. So this is not normally a thing that we have every single month. And that was $1,309. And my merchant fees, which are what they take out, I'm totally okay when these go up because that means that we're bringing in more money. That was $1,769 for a total expenses of $43,475. So y'all, This was a more expensive month. We still had great cash flow. Our revenue generated was lower than other months, but I can promise you we're still on target for a million. And next month in September is when I'm gonna break down where we are because we're coming up to the end of quarter three. Holy cow, can y'all believe that? I cannot. I cannot believe that we are going into fall in Florida. We don't really have fall, but I know everywhere else does. Um, I'm from Virginia. So September like marks the fall season and pumpkin spice lattes and all that kind of stuff and sweaters and pumpkin patches. We don't really do that in Florida, but it actually marks like the worst season for hurricanes (laughs) for us. So what I know is that In September, we're coming up to the end of quarter three. So that means that right now, as you're listening to this, you should be planning out your quarter four goals. That means you should quickly be looking into 2021 to be planning Q1 goals. So y'all, 2021's right around the corner and I know a lot of us are probably really excited with that, but don't give up on 2020 yet. You still have time to make big strides and I'm going to be here cheering you on. So that's August's income report. I hope you enjoyed. Let me know your ahas in a DM. You can DM me on Instagram at Brandy Mouse. We changed it from Brandy and Company to Brandy Mouse so you can find me on Instagram. Let me know. But here's the deal, y'all. I have a free training coming up in October as you're listening to this In October, I'm doing my ad manager training. So how to confidently land clients as a Facebook and Instagram ad manager without any experience necessary. If you have ever thought about becoming a Facebook or Instagram ad strategist, or maybe you already are, but you wanna land more clients, come to my free three-part training. It's gonna start, kick off in October 17th, but here's the deal. We have a ton of free resources and training leading up to that inside the Facebook group. So head to confidentadmanager.com to get registered today, and I'll see you inside the Facebook group. Until next week, y'all, go out, serve your clients, scale your business, and soar into that six-figure year you deserve. Thanks again for tuning in to the Serve Scale Soar podcast with your host, Brandy. If you loved our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.